seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. Welcome to episode 300. I can't even believe we're here. Episode 300. This is insane. And something I actually didn't even mention less than a month ago or so, we passed our three year anniversary of the show. So it's kind of fitting three years, 300 episodes, totally insane. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being part of this community, for being a listener, for being a seeker, for being here on this path in awakening or of awakening. (laughs) It is quite the journey and I honor you. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. So thank you so much for being here. In this episode, I just want to have a fun sort of, you know, easy, short, to the point episode. And I was really inspired to talk about when I'm feeling like crap, when I'm feeling low vibe, when I'm feeling tired, um, extra emotional, extra triggered, basically anything that doesn't feel amazing, what I do in those states. So I'm just going to lay out this episode today. I have got the top thing, the top 10 things that I do when I'm not feeling so great and I want to switch my vibe up. But before we dive into that, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. I am here. I am excited. I am lit up to be recording this episode for you today. How are you doing? And you're looking fantastic, by the way. Wanted to mention that. So, I'm excited you're here. You're excited you're here. You're obviously a seeker in this awakening journey on the path, drawn to manifestation, drawn to creating the life that not only that you want and the dream life, but also the the life that you feel called for. And that's why I always say on the show, the life you're meant for, because you've heard me say what you seek is also seeking you. I am directly quoting Rumi. I'm not going to make that my quote, but I love to talk about this. So what you seek is also seeking you and the fact that you're drawn to manifestation, the fact that you have these dreams, these desires. I know that there's physical things you want, like more abundance, maybe a home, vacations, a person to come into your life, a promotion. Maybe you need or want a new vehicle. You have these physical things you want, but then you also have the energetic, the freedom, the fulfillment, the purpose. You want to feel clicked in, turned on, excited to be living life, and then also manifesting those physical things you want. So if that is you, I know you, boo. I am so glad you're here because that's the same as me. There are a lot of physical things I want, and I also, through it all, am wanting that freedom is such a big one for me. Fulfillment, just feeling excited to live my life 
life. So welcome to the show. I know we're besties already, and that's what I am. I'm a bestie in your awakening journey. I'm a manifestation mentor. I'm a channel, an intuitive, a Canadian, a mom of three, an island girl, Scorpio, human design reflector, lefty. Shout out. Are there any lefties out there? Please send me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Talia Joy Manifestation. Let me know if you're a lefty or a reflector. Those are very rare. So feel free to reach out lefty reflector or not. I would love to get to know you more. Come find me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. And you can always check the show notes below. There is always so much down there, jam-packed to the brim. We've got some free events coming up. We've got some workshops. My signature program activated is getting ready to open doors. There's also access in the uh, show notes to the freebie library, my $27 courses, my manifestation coloring and activity book, the Etsy store for your apparel. You can check it all out down there. And um, with that, let's just launch into this beautiful, fun, light, but also meaningful episode. (laughs) So we're talking about when I feel like crap, what I do to flip my vibe and the foundation I want to land first before before I just hit into these or get into these 10 points is that it's okay. First of all. Okay. So if you're drawn to this episode, you're either experiencing it today or lately, or you're like, yeah, what do I do when I'm feeling like shit, when I'm not feeling great? The first thing is it's normal. We are a human, right? No matter how spiritual, no matter, no matter how smarty pants or floaty or transformed or woke that you are, you are still still human. And to be human is a dichotomy. It is polar opposites. It's light and dark and happy and sad and, you know, optimism and pessimism. It's all of it. We are all of it. And over this journey, you know, it's my personal goal. It may be yours as well to become less triggered and more even in emotions, more feeling excited and good and fulfilled and grateful and less overwhelmed or anxious or fearful or alone. You know, we do want to transform out of these ways of being, but until you, you are no longer human while you are here. And then when you come back in the next life, you will always experience up and down days. There are so many factors in our life. I won't go on too much about this, but There's so many factors in our life, including our hormone cycles for males and females, that it occurs for both, Um, the seasons, the week, the stressors in your life, how much you've eaten, your blood sugar, you know, so many things go into our mood. So let's just have, first of all, some compassion. This isn't even on the list, but this is actually the very first thing I do when I'm feeling like crap, when I'm feeling either triggered, frustrated, overwhelmed. Well, maybe I'm just tired and exhausted and depleted. Maybe I'm just low or sad and I don't really know why. The very first thing I do is give myself permission to feel that. And that is different than what I would have done even a year and a half ago. So the very first thing is there is nothing wrong here, meaning I am not wrong for feeling this. Even if I think like it's silly to think this or it's silly to be triggered or, you know, even if it's something like that, no matter what, it's okay. 
It's okay to feel what you feel, whether somebody else is saying you're being too sensitive, which is something I hear all the time. I mean, not from the people in my life currently, but I've heard so many times in my life. Um, so whether someone else says that, or you're being ridiculous, or you got to just let go, um, it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Life is dense. Life is intense. That could be like some sort of rap or rhyme. Um, truly life is a mixed bag. And sometimes it's fluffy and rainbows and sprinkles. And sometimes it's fucking heavy, right? It can be heavy with grief or shame or just the stuff that floats around in our head. So the very first thing I do is give myself permission And something I love to say that my clients tend to love is I put my hand on my heart all the time. I mean, my clients are so used to hearing this hand on heart, hand on heart, but I say, put your hand on your heart and say, even though I am feeling X, Y, Z, I love and accept myself anyway. So even though I'm feeling mad, even though I'm feeling jealous, even though I'm feeling shame, even though I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling withdrawn, even though I'm feeling like I want to numb and cope and punch a wall, (laughs) I love and accept myself anyway. Do that right now for me. Just take a deep breath. And even if you're feeling good, you can say, even though sometimes I feel frustrated or sometimes I feel like crap, I love and accept myself anyway. That's the first thing. This, so then after that, after I remind myself that it's okay to feel what I'm feeling, and I want to say that sometimes when we're going through really, really deep stuff, the goal is not to rush through the emotion. And if you're my client, you know, we've talked about this. We don't rush through the healing. We allow the healing to move through us. So there's times when it's really big stuff, like you're confronted with your deep, dark wounds or deep triggers. The goal is not to rush through it. So you don't never have to rush through. The goal is not just back to high vibes, back to high vibes. Because as I said, in I think it was the last episode about how to move through triggers and still manifest the feeling of being upset doesn't actually automatically mean you're not manifesting. There's something big coming up that you want to see. So allow yourself to feel and don't rush through it. However, there's also times when I just kind of feel grumpy or I want to get out of this mood. It's not huge and big. It's more like I'm feeling funky. I'm feeling kind of bitchy and I want to get back to my high vibe place. I want to get back onto my high flying disc. As Abraham would say, this is when I go to these things. So the absolute number one, these, just so you know, these are not in number one, two, three, four, five in priority because every day that I feel down or low or triggered different things are I'm called toward different things. So it's like, you don't want the same food every day, or even every time you're stressed, you're not craving the same thing. You're not wearing the same clothes. We are different all the time. So different tools will resonate in different days. So the number one thing, um, the first thing I want to talk about is going for a walk. I know this seems so simple, but when I'm feeling funky and I want to switch it up, I go for a walk. I often, I make sure, you know, I try to get out in nature. If you were in a condo and you only have a treadmill or whatever, do what you can. Moving your body, moving energy through is so important. This is going to come into other points in this list, but going for a walk outside with no earbuds. You can also, if you want to put in Rage Against the Machine or (laughs) Tool or something, 
or meditation music, go for it, whatever. But when I'm feeling funky, it's usually I need to move this through. I need to give myself the space. So going for a a walk outside without earbuds or earbuds in to kind of deafen the noise, but no sound coming out of them. Um, I love just listening to nature, the birds, the rustling of the leaves or whatever else. I like that. So I would definitely recommend going for a walk, even around the block, even 10 minutes, even whatever, a short walk. I love to like go to a trail or something is great if I have that time. Just do yourself a solid, get off, get away from the computer, away from the phone, get out of the situation and go for a walk. And I have clients that have quote unquote regular jobs or they work at an office and they just, things get piled up, things get stressful. They take their 15 or whatever and go for a quick walk around the block. It does so much. So that's one of the first things I do is walk. Second, I let myself, again, this isn't first and second actually in time. I'll try not to phrase it like that. Number two (laughs) is I let myself have a tantrum. And this sounds funny. And I was just talking to this about this to a client the other day. I was like, have you tried a tantrum? She's like, what? She's also a mom of multiple children. So she, you know, sees the toddler tantrums. And I don't know if I've ever shared this on the show, but I will allow myself to have a tantrum. I talk about this in Activated, where our inner child and our inner teenager want to react in different ways. So sometimes our inner child is more sad, often feels alone or abandoned or whatever it was that that core wound is. But our inner teenager is sometimes like feisty and wants to like slam the door and put, you know, your fingers in your ears like, la la la, I can't hear you. This sucks. Nobody gets me. Everything sucks. You suck everything. You know, you just kind of want to be that. So depending on what's going on, sometimes you might feel a fire or sometimes it's more like, man, like I don't want to. And let yourself do that. I like to do it when the house is empty because you know, it's a, it's a big loud tantrum, but I will literally stomp and I'll let my body and my voice almost go like, like I'm trying to, you know, do it as best I can in, in the mic. Um, but just that, like, I don't want to. And I ask myself, I say this to my clients all the time, how does this emotion want to be expressed through me? And sometimes we need a tantrum. I think that it's sad that adults can't have tantrums without, you know, it's like, grow up. You're not a kid. You don't, you're not allowed to have a tantrum, but when we do it like safe tantruming, we'll call it, um, we do it alone. We do it to express our emotions. It is so powerful. Or sometimes I'm on a walk and I'll just kind of start stomping like meh, meh, meh as I'm stomping. And like, again, it's this moving the energy through. To be clear, I don't do a tantrum to my children, to my husband. I'm not yelling at anyone. I'm not going, I don't want to eat dinner. I'm actually allowing my emotions to come through on my own in a safe space to get it out. And that's sometimes what you need to do because sometimes it's like we just feel like that, right? That's normal to feel this like, like I just don't want to adult today, right? So let yourself do that more often and like kind of get it out and then you find that there's like less pressure. It's like letting the pressure out of the kettle. I don't know. It's like letting the pressure out. Then we go, Oh, that actually feels really good. It's like a good cry. So number three, 
is similar, but a little bit more beautiful, I'd say, um, is I dance my emotions out. So my moves are not always beautiful. That is not what it's about, but I put on music. I've talked about this before, and I've done this in workshops with you guys where we allow our body to dance and move however it wants. So I will ask again, how does this emotion want to be expressed through me? And I put on music. This is when it could be something like I love looking up on, um, Spotify or whatever, like shamanic drums. You could do like really heavy, like drumming tribal music. You could do your rage against the machine, your tool, your whatever, you know, it could be your club music, your rap, your techno meditation music. I have playlists of really sort of like spiritual. If you've been to my workshops, you'll hear that music come in. And I just, it makes my body want to move. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be Taylor Swift, whatever your jam is or Beyonce or whatever, indie pop folk, it doesn't matter. Um, Dancing your emotions out. And what I say to myself is I give myself one song. And sometimes it turns into two songs, sometimes more, but one song. And I pick a song and I just, I stand on my yoga mats where it starts and I just kind of start moving a little bit, moving to the music, trying to get it into my hips, moving my hips, moving it out, moving it through. Sometimes when it's drummy, like the shamanic drummy music I'm talking about, I will stomp, I will like get it out and it feels so good. So you could bounce around, happy to dance through things. You could stomp it out, whatever. But that dance is so powerful, especially when we allow our body to move and to kind of contort a little bit and have like hip movement. It really helps to move the energy through. Number four, I will have a shower and brush my teeth, right? Super spiritual. (laughs) I'm going to charge you $10,000 to come to me as a guru and I will tell you to brush your teeth. Um, No, but this, I know some of you guys use this and know of this. I've heard of clients going, oh my goodness, me too. Sometimes we need a good refresh, right? So having a shower, even if I don't get my hair wet, even if it's not a big deal, having a shower, I can either do a cold shower, really shifts up the energy fast. I've had that even in the last month um, to a client. I had an intuitive nudge, a prescription to have a cold shower because she was moving through something kind of heavy, but kind of just lingering and funky. And it really helped her as well. So you could do the cold shower or the Wim Hof cold bath, but just even a regular shower is fine. You know, bring in some nice soap or essential oils, whatever, or just a regular shower clean that shit off you, see it going down the drain, see it washing off of you, and then brush your teeth. You will feel like a new person. So sometimes when I just need to refresh, especially if I have like an interview later or stuff going on, it works so well. And in this busy life, I've got three kids. Um, you know, I can't always stop to meditate or even take a walk for 45 minutes. So sometimes I just say to my husband, can I just have like a five minute reset shower? Meaning, can you look after the kids? I'm going to go. He's like, absolutely. Back in 10 minutes, I feel like a new person. Or of course you could make it really long if you have the time. Okay. So number five, and you're going to love this. (laughs) I hope (laughs) I go to the beach. You guys have heard me talk a lot about the beach, but I go to the beach and I ask spirit for a shift in perception. So you could ask your intuition, you could ask your guides, you could ask your highest self, you could ask your Nana, you could ask someone that passed away in your life. You could ask God, you could ask angels, 
It doesn't really matter, but asking the heavens, asking whoever feels right for this job for a shift in perspective. And I cannot tell you how many breakthroughs I've had by doing this. So what I will do is go to the beach. You could do this anywhere. You could do it in your car. It doesn't matter. They don't reach you, you know, only if you're sitting on a meditation pillow, you can get this, you know, these results anywhere. But I will ask spirit for a shift in perspective. I will say, I'm feeling really funky. I'm feeling really irritated. Maybe I know why. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm overwhelmed. Maybe I'm depleted. And I please help me to have a shift in perspective so that I can feel better. And I'll just share really quickly because this isn't a story all about this. We have many more points to get to. But really quickly, I was having one a while ago, maybe six months ago. I was just feeling so freaking exhausted. Just tired. Three kids. We've got potty training. We've got this. We've got waking up in the night with either accidents or a bad dream. And, you know, we had a puppy and all this stuff and obviously our full life. And I was feeling so overwhelmed and I went to the beach and I just asked for a shift in perspective. And I sat there and I sat there and I sat there. And then pretty soon my mind just naturally started wandering into a bit more of like gratitude, but then also I had this realization that I am so depleted because, or not depleted, but tired right now. I'm so tired because I've got all of these little beings who are obsessed with me. So sometimes this will happen where I'm getting really overwhelmed with like all the questions and all the stuff from kids like mom, mom, mom. Right. And my husband said to me before, like, it's because they are obsessed with us because we are their world. They want to tell us everything they're thinking. They want to share every little thing. And that was the type of thought I had was like, damn, I'm so depleted because I've really got so much love and so many little beings, including a puppy that like needs me and loves me and is obsessed with me. And that was just enough of a shift to go like, oh, you know what? These are the years and I'm going to look back. And it was my little window I needed to get out of the overwhelm and the gateway drug, the gateway door to get into gratitude and to get into a perspective shift. And that night I was like, well, I just clearly need more sleep because I've got all these people who are obsessed with me and dogs and all the things. Um, I just need more sleep. So that night I went to bed a bit early, you know, woke up the next day feeling better about the whole situation. I wasn't magically, you know, refueled but it, it really did so much inside. So asking for a shift in perspective is very powerful. That is number five. So for a very quick recap, number one, go for a walk with no earbuds. Number two, let yourself have a tantrum four-year-old style. <laughs> number three, dance those emotions through. Number four, have a shower, brush your teeth. Number five, go to the beach slash wherever you want and ask spirit for a shift in perspective. Number, oh, I just want to say about the going to the beach part. If you can go somewhere, it's really intentional because I go to the beach to get a shift in perspective. So it doesn't really matter where you go. You could go to your car, but having that intention of like, I'm going to get a shift in perspective. I'm going to be open to what I need to see here. That was all. And then number six is doing yoga, or you could interchange this with seriously any exercise, Pilates, weightlifting, aerobics, running, whatever you want, but doing exercise and being really present with my breath um, or with your breath. But I do yoga and go really present with my breath when I'm feeling really funky, when I need to move my energy, because there's so often I do yoga and let me know, you know, if you can relate to this and the teacher's saying inhale, exhale, and I'm just 
just doing whatever I want. I'm doing the poses, but I'm not focusing on the breath. So I will do yoga and focus intensely on the breath. So you could do again, the same with weightlifting or running, running and really focusing on steady breath. There's something about it that again, helps the energy move through really resets me. Also physical exercise as you're seeing in many of these points, it it physically moves the energy through. So when our energy is in our mind, I want you to really hear me here. The energy is in our mind and we're trying to combat it or heal it with the mind, which is the same place that it's dwelling. It's the same place where the quote unquote problems or stressors or narratives are. So we're trying to basically heal it from inside the house, which in this case is not the best way. Sometimes getting out of your mind, getting out of shifting that perspective and exercise does that. It turns what you're doing from mental and emotional into physical, which actually allows the excess energy to move out of you in the form of sweat an elevated heart rate, breath. You know, you don't even have to get sweaty, but moving makes it a physical expression that physically releases the pent up energy that is going on from your mind. So that's why there's so many aspects here of physical. So you could take all of these points and have me go, whatever physically lights you up, hiking, walking, running, whatever, do it. (laughs) So I love yoga. I love exercise and being really present with my breath to move that through. Number seven is EFT. I love tapping, especially I have a client and I've had multiple clients that really deal with anxiety. And that was one that just was so beneficial for her because I started explaining it like, When we have anxiety, when we have pent up energy, it's hard to just sit and meditate really calm. So EFT, if anyone doesn't know what it is, emotional freedom technique, also known as tapping, you can look it up. There's lots of YouTube videos. You'll find someone that you love, or there's people that, you know, you can hire all that you can have sessions, but it it is tapping on different meridians. So for those of you that know tapping, you're tapping on like your clavicle, you're tapping on, you know, your temple area, you're tapping on all these areas. And the, the act again, the physical act of tapping kind of fits the energy of anxiety. So anxiety is kind of like, I almost wish you could see me on video. It's like my hands are kind of shaking. Like anxiety is like, oh my goodness, what about this? What about that? So to go and release is kind of the opposite of what you're feeling. So tapping allows you to kind of get that rapid, shaky energy out of you and tap on these different points while you're being directed to say certain things. So that's one reason on top of the actual science and the meridians, and it helps to reprogram the brain. On top of that, it's great when you're anxious because sometimes anxiety cannot be remedied with stillness. You have to ease yourself there. You have to get yourself into the place where you can be still, if that makes sense. So number seven is EFT. I have a few different people I love on YouTube. It doesn't have to be anyone specific. We've had a beautiful soul on this show, Tara Burnett. Um, I don't know how many episodes back now. It wasn't too long ago. She has a beautiful membership or she talks about the power of EFT. It's really interesting. So anyways, number seven is EFT. Number eight is going to bed. 
Sometimes if I'm funky, especially if I'm starting to project it onto my husband and say, it's like, I've got, you know, it's just, I'm feeling funky. It's not nothing even to do with him. And then I start being just kind of sour and grumpy unless I'm the only one in the world. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes I just make the call to go to bed. And I don't mean this in a self-deprecating way, but I just think like, I'm no good to anyone right now. Like I can't even get outside of myself to share with my husband or to be normal in any way. I feel so gross and ugh, I just need to go to bed. So Abraham also says one of the best ways to shift your vibration if you're over your head in something is to go to bed and start again tomorrow because some days that's what we can do. So a good night's sleep, like going to bed extra early because you're funky is actually a beautiful thing. Cause then you get extra sleep, extra rest, which means, you know, it may help you not be so irritated tomorrow or tired. So sometimes sleep is just the best thing. I've had clients that use it as a coping strategy. Like they sleep quote unquote too much. Um, as a coping strategy, you would have to see where you're coming from in that. But for me, um, I really find sometimes just like go to bed, just fold, try again tomorrow is a really beautiful thing to do. And it's not giving up. You don't have to talk yourself out of everything. It's a beautiful way to just release it. And the one thing I will add is before you go to bed, give a prayer and just say, as I rest tonight, spirit, please help me to move this emotion through. I want to wake up tomorrow with a shift in perspective, feeling refreshed or seeing, learning, realizing anything that I need to, to move this through. I'm ready. And then go to bed and see what happens. It's pretty miraculous. So number nine out of 10, we have one more after this. Number nine is to straight up, just lay on my mat in Shavasana on, in my, um, on my yoga mat. And for anybody that doesn't know Shavasana, it's literally laying on your back often with your palms up, just that's it, just laying there. Um, and it's a beautiful pose to just relax. So what I'll try to do is I'll lay there and then consciously release the muscles like your glutes and your shoulders and your jaw and all these places, the hips that you're hiding this tension. And I'll just try to relax and relax and relax and just breathe. So sometimes the breathing is more like breath work in the way that I'm really moving that emotion through. Other times it's just trying to slow down, trying to get into that meditative state. Again, it depends on how you're feeling, how anxious or not or whatever, but just laying there. And I always lay there with palms up and just say like, I surrender this shit. I surrender today. I surrender this issue. And I just lay there in Shavasana, which is a very beautiful receiving pose. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I just breathe. Sometimes I go like super weird still. They call it also corpse pose. So sometimes I feel I do that really well where I'm just almost weirdly still. Sometimes I roll around. Sometimes I go into a twist or a stretch, but just lying on my yoga mat gives me so much. So if you relate to that, that might be for you. If yoga is not your thing or it doesn't bring you Zen, then it might not be for you. But that is something I do all the time just to recalibrate, just to check back in with myself. And then the last one, number 10, which is the hardest for me. I left the hardest for last. It may not be as hard for you as it is for me, but number 10 is asking for help, asking for help, asking for support, asking for a safe place to share. So I don't need this with every little thing that I'm stressed about. Like, oh, they didn't have peanut butter at the store, you know, but when it's deep stuff, 
I look at the people in my life and sometimes I go to my husband, I'm like, can I just talk? I just need to get this off my chest or bestie. I send her a 15 minute voice memo, um, because we don't live in the same time or the same time zone or sorry, the same town, (laughs) but I just will really look at do I need support in my heart right now? Can I ask someone for help? Of course, if you have a mentor you're working with, especially if it's someone that's like a life coach or spiritual or something like I do, you should share because there is always gold in the struggles that we have. And sometimes just talking to a friend, we hear our own solution. Sometimes just talking, um, I do voice memo support with my clients and often as they're sharing with me, what's been going on the last few days, they come to their own realizations in just talking it out. So when you're feeling really funky, if it's something persistent, if it's something going on, are you resisting getting help either from a professional or just a friend that can have a safe space for you? So I want you to think in your mind right now, if you have one or two or maybe more people that you feel are a sincerely genuine safe space, meaning you don't feel that you have to hide or filter or that they're going to betray you. Like, do you have even one person that is a very safe space? If you don't, I recommend doing everything you can to find someone like that. Sometimes it takes some time, but just as a goal, to ask for help. And I just want to share why this is so hard for me. I've been sharing more vulnerably on the previous episodes of feeling alone. And I have a husband who's, I know I've said this before, but he's such a gorgeous, safe space. He is my mate. So he is able to hear whatever I have going on, but I don't utilize it. And he'll say to me, like, when you're having a hard day, like fall into me, I'm here for you. And there's almost this, this, this like, oh yeah thing. And it's nothing to do with him. It's the way I operate when I'm dealing with something, I immediately go, I can do this. I can handle this. I can figure this out. Even if it's me and my intuition, me and spirit, it's always just me. So learning to sincerely share, learning to, even if it's just a stressful day and I just need to kind of bitch for a minute, or I need to talk through what I think is coming up and what spirit's showing me or why I feel I'm triggered, whatever, have that safe space, ask for help because you are not alone. There are humans that love you. There are humans that are excited to get to know you more or know you so well and want to be there for you. So sometimes in that time of just feeling like crap, just talking it out, asking, you know, a good girlfriend, can we go for dinner? There's a lot going on in my heart. I just want to talk. And sometimes that's all you need. And then you feel much lighter. Like we've been talking about like a cry or a workout. It's like you feel lighter because you've got it off your chest and you're not dealing with this burden and then also feeling alone. So share with somebody that you love or hire a mentor or whatever feels right for you in this time to have that safe space. So those are my 10 things that I do. I really hope that there's a few things that stuck out here. I'm going to do a very quick recap, go for a walk without earbuds. Number two, let yourself have a tantrum. Number three, dance your emotions through. Number four, have a shower, brush your teeth. Number five, go to the beach or and or wherever. Ask spirit for a shift in perspective. Number six, do yoga, do exercise, whatever it is. Be really present with your breath. Number number seven is EFT. Number eight is going to bed. <laughs> number nine is what I do is I'll lay on my yoga mat in Shavasana, breathe, cry, stretch, just be available for 
for support. Just take a, take a hot minute. Um, and number 10 is asking for help, support, seeking out a safe space to share. So I hope that this has served you. I would love to hear if there was any ahas, if there's anything here that you do, if you know what you would add to the list. As I said, reach out to me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. I'm a real person. I'd love to connect. Send me a message. You can also send the same thing on Facebook at Talia Joy Manifestation. And other than that, I'm out, my love. I hope that you have a gorgeous day. Sending you so much love. I'm celebrating this 300th episode, and I thank you so much for being part of the community community, whether this is the first episode you've listened to, or you're knee deep and you've listened to most of them. Either way, I just love you so much and I can't wait to get to know you even more. So with that, I'm out. Take care. See you in the next episode. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And before we go, I want to ask you a question. Have you grabbed your copy yet of Manifest This Shit? (laughs) Manifest This Shit is a law of attraction, coloring and activity book available on Amazon. And I am so excited about it. It is packed with beautiful, inspiring coloring pages, manifestation practices, tools, places to make notes and lists and write down your intuitive hits. There's so many beautiful pages in there. It's the perfect addition to your daily practice. So whether you use it to pass time instead of being on your phone, or you use it as a creative ritual, this book has pages for everybody. I know you're going to love it. So grab Manifest This Shit on Amazon. The link is below in the show notes.